With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the B-O-C Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation.
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stroll, the maestro of wrestling. This is a place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never know who's going to call in. It's happy fun. Uh, great to be here with you guys tonight. And before we get started with everything, I would like to uh, give out a 10 bell salute to my wrestling brother and Hall of Famer, uh, the late Road Warrior animal, Joe Laronitis. Uh, uh, love and respect always, brother. This is for you. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, great to have you with us tonight. Uh, lots to talk about tonight, including uh, a special interview I'll be doing momentarily with the gorgeous ladies of wrestling legend herself, Sunny, the California girl, Patricia Summerland, will be with us momentarily. And uh, we'll be having a special in-depth interview with her and talk about her history and what she's been up to and all the exciting things she's into these days. Uh, it, it'd be such a pleasure to have her on tonight's WCB Retro Podcast. So we're going to be doing the interview first, and then afterwards uh, we'll be uh, taking calls from uh, various callers after after the interview is over. So uh, looking forward to chatting with you guys afterwards. But I uh, hope all is well uh, with you all. Uh, let me uh, start by giving a shout-out and plugs, if you will. First off, support VOC Nation and WCW Retro at Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your VOC Nation shirts there, including WCW Retro T-shirts and of your T-shirt, yours truly, Papa Stro. Uh, the four faces of Stro joined the Stro Evolution. But uh, uh, get as many VOC Nation T-shirts as you want at Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, benefiting the VOCNation.com network, so uh, please support us, and thank you guys for your support thus far. Much appreciated. Uh, shout out to Masters of Ring Entertainment, MastersOfRingEntertainment.com, Fishing with Special Friends, FishingWithSpecialFriends.com, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling, support them at Facebook.com slash IHWWrestling, uh, Lost in the Funhouse podcast, uh, support them on YouTube. Just type in Lost in the Funhouse podcast on the YouTube search. Uh, it's got Greg Bow, Blondie, and Antler Hill to host. Always a good time with them. Uh, I star as the Chief in the Dust series, which you can check out all three seasons on Avail TV at availfilms.com. A V A A L Films. Avail Films, like it sounds, dot com. Uh, upcoming movies. In the, uh, I got coming up, uh, first off, we're going to be set soon for Harlequin's original story called The Devil's Daughter, which I'll be starring as Dr. Jeremy Arkham, um, which you can uh, check out more updates on that upcoming film at facebook.com slash Daughter. 
And also it will be in a horror film uh, possibly coming out next year called Stench of Iniquity, which I'll be portraying an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. So for more updates of that film, go to Facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity. Facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity, just like it sounds. And I uh, tomorrow night on the Stro Zone on my Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash Stro to Maestro. Uh, midnight Eastern Standard Time. The feature will be none other than the classic The Raven starring Vincent Price. So please tune in. And this Saturday I will be at Hickory Comic Con, the Hickory Metro Convention Center in Hickory, North Carolina. And for more information, go to hickorycon.com. We'll be there from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So come come out to Australia Papa Stro. And all the great, talented people on hand at the Hickory Comic Con this Saturday. And with that, we'll be taking our first commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we'll have the interview, like I mentioned, with uh, Sunny, the California girl, Patricia Summerland. And then afterwards, we'll I'll be chatting with the callers. So looking forward to that. In the meantime, let me... Uh, Lead into the commercial, if you will, with some Eddie Guerrero. Be back in a few, folks. Total Package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
Welcome back, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host, Papa Stone, the Maestro of Wrestling. And momentarily, we'll be interviewing the legendary, original Global Girl herself, Sunny, the California girl, Patricia Summer. Looking forward to the interview uh, very, very much. So, um, real treat for you guys. And we'll be doing the interview, and afterwards, uh, be mingling with the callers, as always. So uh, looking forward to it for sure. And, uh, and just a reminder, if you, anytime you guys want, want to call in, once we get to the callers for tonight's podcast, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And without further ado, let's bring on the guest of the show. The one and only, the OG herself, the legendary, sunny, the California girl, Patricia Summerland. Patricia, sunny. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, great. Such a pleasure to have you on here tonight. Oh, man. So so great. So, <laughs> oh, uh, crazy. So how's, how's everything going for you out there? Oh, my gosh, I've been running around all day, a lot of errands, a lot of fun things. I was buying curtain rods. <laughs> I have I have new beautiful curtains to hang up. And so, of course, being a woman, I get into the store. It doesn't stop just at the curtains. <laughs> I, I got bath towels. I just, yeah, you know, got some goodies. I got my daughter um, brand new sheets for her new bed. You know, it was a lot of fun. I, I love doing this. And then I had to get some wire at Ace Hardware because we have an attack of the killer raccoons again underneath the oh, house. So, you know, really. <laughs> and being the woman man of the house, I have to do the work. So I, I went and got um, some hardware stuff and I'm trying to um, put that up on the side and I'll nail it up over the trellis so they can't get in. I'm hoping that works. Right. Oh, They're yeah. little devils, those things. They're cute, but oh boy, are they vicious. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> you, you got all you got it all covered. <laughs> right? I know. Except for those bears and, and then those mm. bobcats and mountain lions. Uh, they yeah, scare me. Yeah. I stay in and I look at them. I'm like, you know, we have to make noise and lots of it if there's one around. So it works. I have a oh, whistle yeah. by the door. You know, I've got this Nerf gun. <laughs> No kidding. Oh, wow. I have a Nerf gun with Nerf balls. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's my target. I shoot them. <laughs> Nerf balls. Yep. No, it's actually for the dog. The that's outdoors. for the dog, but bandit. <laughs> reminds me of the great outdoors thing with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> right? The to come yes. <laughs> oh, I miss John Candy. He's one of the greats. Um, yes, absolutely. Me too. Hey, guy. Oh, gosh. It- so I guess uh, let's let's start this from the beginning. Um, tell us about the journey that you had to go through to become uh, one of the legendary glow girls, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I mean, the journey itself I, I'm, it's fascinating. So please tell us. How, how they right. Started for um, it's been quite a journey, and it seems as it still is. You know, 32 years later, 33, whatever. I'm giving my age away, but years. My goodness. Um, so <laughs> I was always, I guess, since I was a little girl, I was um tomboy, 
point blank tomboy. Mm-hmm. I was not out with the girls, you know, uh, painting my nails or playing dolls. I was on a skateboard or, you know, taking tails off lizards with my brother outside. Right. <laughs> he actually didn't like it. I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay. Look at the lizard. It's still going. So <laughs> I was that girl. I, I played all sports. I competed against the boys. And then, um, well, I started with the girls in, in elementary school, and they put me with the boys. And then I ended up, you know, in middle school, the same with track running, um, hard, 100 yard dash, 200, 500, 1,000 meter mm-hmm. relay. Um, I was a champ. So I was quite the runner and uh, loved all sports. So, again, now going back to that little girl that was a tomboy, my parents, mm-hmm. my dad, loved wrestling. And so did my other brother who was in Vietnam, Tommy, which um, he would go as well with Frankie. And my dad and my mom. Now, my mom wasn't so hip on the wrestling, but she would go for my dad because that's just the way it was back then. And this was, yeah. I'm talking, 65, 1966, the Olympic Auditorium. We all mm-hmm. remember the Olympic Auditorium. Some of the late greats have, have graced there. <clears throat> and I was blessed to, you know, in my later life, meet them all. Um, and uh, very blessed and fortunate. But I was there at a little girl ringside watching Freddie Blassie, Classy Blassie, The Destroyer, um, Mr. Moto, you name him. Oh, there was quite a few. Some of the best, um, yeah. That was there, you know, larger than life, Andre the Giant. But wow. um, Freddie, Freddie Blassie had always scared me because he came out with that cane, and I remember the cage match, <laughs> and he came out in a cage. And I remember yeah. him, I forgot who he was wrestling, but there was so much blood at the end, I was like, Daddy, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> I remember telling my dad, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid. And he's like, oh, it's okay. They're not going to hurt us. They're fine. And, in fact, they're all coming over for dinner. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, oh, okay. So now me and my brother would get sent into our rooms, but they would all come over. Mm-hmm. My mom would cook a feast for all the wrestlers. So that was pretty cool. And that's how I ended up getting the Destroyer's Mask. If you see some pictures and I was in diapers, I had the original Destroyer's mask on. So it started way back then. My dad became very good friends with a lot of the wrestlers. And him and my brother, to my understanding, which I found out at the CAC last year, no, year before, when Tommy was there. In fact, I was with you, and you joined me to meet my brother. Remember that? Okay, so Mm -hmm. I got a lot of history from him. And he said, sis, yeah, we used to take the wrestlers back and forth from the ring to their hotels. And that's how we got to know them so well. So I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, I mean, that was where it started at, was the love of wrestling. My father loved it. And he was a security guard, later went to, you know, be an officer, police. Um, And he was an honored police in Glendale, California. So, and I miss him dearly to this day. And you met Tommy, and he's still going. He's up in Oregon. He just lost his home in the fire. So, however, um, and I will clarify half his home. They have their home, but there was a guest house, a barn, and some other things on the property, including their daughter-in-law's house, was burned down completely. And they were living on the property. So that was pretty sad. Um, Mm -hmm. So... 
But, yeah, so I was raised in wrestling, now going full circle until I was like 1920. And in between, I was doing acting, doing some commercials. I started modeling at 13. So I was doing um, Catalina Swimwear, uh, modeling shoots. I was doing runway. Um, I got into spokesmodel work, etiquette. They put me through etiquette school, so um, which was really, you know, odd, I guess, because I was such a ruffian. and I, I would run away barefoot. <laughs> I was a wild child. Um, unlike oh, yeah. my character, Sonny, by the way, I had no fear in those days. And, um, yeah. <laughs> funny, but I, I ran away a lot and got into some interesting things and trials and tribulations, which we'll talk about later because that'll be in my book and movie. Um, uh-huh. but, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. So, yeah, so when I was 19 or 20, um, my dad was watching a show on television and I had visited and I was in the back room in my bedroom and he called me out of there and he said, come sit down and watch this with me. It was a Saturday morning and it was glow. It was all these women kicking butt, all different sizes, shapes, colors, just going at it. All these different characters, though, like extremely larger than life, and it just sucked me in. I sat there to the very end with him and watched it. And he looked at me, and he goes, you should do this. You should try out. He goes, I think they're looking for girls. And at the end of the show, ironically, it said they were looking for new glow girls. So, of course, I sit in my head shop and uh, my resume at that point, and I got called into an audition in North Hollywood on Lancashire Boulevard where there was probably, I don't know how many girls, 350, I don't know. There was so many girls. Excuse me. And uh, so I went in, and I was tan, blonde, because I visited the beach a lot. I also ran away to the beach um, (laughs) and went rollerblading, roller skating, surfing, I wasn't so good at surfing, but I tried. Um, But I loved laying out and getting sun, and my hair was turning blonde and blonder. I was the beach girl for sure. So I went in there bouncing, hi, yeah, hi, everybody. I'm just all cheery, and they all looked at me like, who is this? And so um, Matt said, would you like to try out? Um, You know, so I I got the audition enough to go to Las Vegas for the main tryouts which that was nothing passing that test, just sitting down and answering questions um, to Matt Simber, the director, and I think it was Steve Lance, and I can't remember, there was another gentleman there, and I think it was Tony Simber, which is Jay Mansfield's and Matt Simber's son, who was Jungle Boy in, in uh, GLOW, and so mm-hmm. I went to Las Vegas. Next thing you know, here I am doing tumbles, rolls, backward rolls, split rolls, you know, Somersets, handstands, you name it. We did this for six Please. weeks of training. It was brutal. I about died. Oh, God. Because I'm five foot ten. So it was easier for the littler girls to do these things. For right. me to do a handstand, and I was, I think, 21. Mm-hmm. And just reliving what we learned as, a, as kids in school, because you go through, you know, the, or at least I did. I was in gymnastics in school. So, I totally forgot. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this anymore. So I, I was horrible at handstands. All you would see is my legs gangling. Like, they would not go straight up to save my life. Oh, and Matt made me do it against the wall, against the long line of all the other girls, waiting for me to get the handstand right. I was so embarrassed. 
Rob. I was like, oh, my God, I'm turning red. This is horrible. My blood pressure is going. I was like, I thought I was going to die. So about the 50th handstand, I think I got it right. He made me do that many times. I got it right, mind you. So it was like military training. We actually went through some combat training procedures. We did military push-ups. We did hyperextensions off the wrestling ring. I had a girl sitting on my legs, one of the other girls um, that wanted to be a glow girl, sitting on my legs, and I'm mm-hmm. doing hyperextensions. And then we jump to wow. something else. We jump to running tires. Then we jump around going through the, uh, the warehouse where we actually filmed um, yeah. with our arms above our head, you know, and our, over our ears, and not to drop them and keep going around in circle, keep going and going and going until Matt said stop. So it was only to toughen us up because only the weak did not survive, as we know, (laughs) right? You've got to have a love, you've got to have a passion, and you've got to want to be a wrestler bad enough because Mm -hmm. that wasn't it. You know, from there, then you've got to put your your matches together. And, of course, they told us who we were paired with, who was going to win or lose. But the, the moves, we got to choose. So we did our own matches, and we we trained during the week. So it was Monday through Friday. Taping was Saturday. Every Saturday we had um, one week off, excuse me, every other Saturday. And then it was for tape live for television. And, of course, you can't mess up because you're right there. You're live on TV. And that gets pretty Mm -hmm. scary. If you mess up, you got to keep going. (laughs) You can't go stop, (laughs) you know. So, yeah. but I made it. So I think out of the girls that actually went to Las Vegas, I think there was about, I think it started with 150, dwindled down to 76, and the final cut was 36 girls. And wow. now, that time, they watch everybody as they're running, working out, eating, even at the buffet. Matt would watch every move we made, analyze us to give us our character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get to pick my character, and most of the girls didn't. He gave us our character, and some of the girls had to severely change, like Beastie. She had to cut off all her hair to be the road warrior, which, by the way, um, my condolences to Joe Laurinaitis, you know, the road warrior animal. I mean, what? that's so sad. Another one gone is incredibly Mm -hmm. sad, and so, yeah, I just want to say condolences and – you know, and to Jacqueline uh, Stallone, we've lost so many. Yeah. Rick Drayson, which was very, right. very tough on me. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's it just doesn't stop. It, it just keeps getting worse. It's like, what's next, you know? Um, and losing Rick Drayson for me was brutal because I not only lost my best friend, but I lost somebody that inspired me. To, to be a radio person, to get involved in being a host, because I started off hosting with him at After Buzz TV with the Ballard Brothers, mm-hmm. it was the four of us, okay. and we were the originals. So he's the uh, inspiration, and when he, oh, it killed me. But we also had a, a relationship back in 2012 where we actually dated for a while, but I chose to just end it, you know, and we remained the best of friends. But I've known him since 1995, meeting him in Gold's Gym. Oh, my God, what a character. You talk about larger than life. <laughs> this man was amazing and 
jokes and ah uh, for days. But what a body. I mean, what an inspiration in the world of bodybuilding, much less oh, yeah. wrestling. And he was one of the wrestlers that I was probably watching as a child at the Olympic Auditorium because he was mm-hmm. under Carl R., you know, promotion. He was trained by Mae West. Oh, no, wow. Mae Young, excuse me, not Mae West. He had a show with Mae West. He Mae, did several yeah, right. movies. Um, yeah, and I got to meet Mae West with him. But, uh, yeah, Mae Young was his uh, trainer here. So, you know, it's just, it goes on and on and on. But Glow is truly an inspiration always, I think, to many girls to this day and uh, women that they can be and choose anything. You know, if they want to be a firefighter or be a police officer or be a wrestler, you can do it. You know, because I never would have dreamed I would have been a wrestler. I'm like, are you kidding? You know, I, I, I was an athlete, but my goal wasn't to be a wrestler. I never thought I would end up in that ring. And, of course, my character, Sonny, was molded similar to Jane Mansfield, uh, Matt Simber's ex-wife, or I should say not ex-wife. They were married at the time of her accident, widowed. So, um, and then Tony Simber's the son of, of Jane. And he said, you remind me of my ex-wife. And he told me, and he said it was Jane Mansfield, and I had no idea. So I, I was looking at pictures, and I'm like, oh, my God, I guess I do. And then the hair became molded after her. I was like, oh, I had this blonde, like, I don't know. Aquanet saved the day with all that hair on my head. Everyone was like, is that a wig? I'm like, no, it's my hair. (laughs) (laughs) It just sat perfectly in this, you know, I don't know, beehive almost. But it was just flared out (laughs) and so 80s. Um, And I had to get it bleach blonde and continue on with that. And I had in my contract, I had to tan like Hulk Hogan, like Terry does or did. Okay. I think he still does. I'm hoping I'm hoping he's getting the spray tan, not the real tan, because that's killer. Um, right. Oh, man. Made me tan. It was in my contract, so I had to tan at least uh, right. every other day. Yep. So Sunny was made, you know, and I was always up and smiling. I was never mad, or at least you would know. Um, out there, so I guess he just said, "You're sunny. You're smiling all the time. Even when you get hurt or you take some bad bumps, you come up smiling." He goes, "I'm like, yeah, I guess so, you know." Um, and the knock knock jokes were molded from me singing because in the auditions for wrestling, they ask you what what your inspiration, what your aspirations, what your dreams, what your goals, you know, all that kind of stuff. As you know, you audition for some great films yourself. You're a great actor, Rob. I might say. I love your oh, stuff. Thank you so, much. so, so you I, I understand <laughs> how how that is. And I ask you questions. I said, "Well, I want to be a lounge singer." <laughs> when I was twenty, and I said, "I love oh, to really? sing." So what did they do? They incorporated those knock knock jokes, <laughs> and they had me <laughs> sing them. <laughs> I'm like, "What? I have to sing a knock knock joke? How am I going to do that?" So that's how that was born. And sure enough, I lost. I think I was disqualified. I wasn't meant oh, really? to get the glow crown because the dingy blonde loved mm-hmm. life, didn't want to win. She wanted to get in there and surf on somebody's back, and that's what I did. I gave him sunny burns. <laughs> sunny burns, nice. <laughs> Against the ropes or the turnbuckle. That was, that was so much fun. I'm oh, like, I'm going to give you a sunny burn, and I'll take their face and rub it against the rope or in the turnbuckle and keep on rubbing <laughs> until they're, they're squirming <laughs> and kicking and... And then the 
My signature move was the surfboard, though, so I'd, I'd pin them and okay. I'd stand on their back, grab their hair and pull it up and do the surfer move. So, yeah, great times. And, and that will always stay with me. You know, not that I'm going to go pop up on the third turnbuckle and do some high-fly maneuvers. No, thank you. <laughs> but I will do everything else, and I still can, you know. I, in fact, I'm better now at a lot of the skills rather than back then. I can do a mean drop kick now. And my boxing skills are, you know, since then I became a boxer, so I'm really good at that and uh, some kickboxing and stuff like that. So, Gosh, I mean, so, so most your whole life is like breaking boundaries. It's so cool how how you just set new trends and 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 ways for for women in entertainment and athletics. You know, it's it's just an amazing story you have. Absolutely, and and anybody can. I mean, men, women, children. I'm going to move over here because you're going to hear Bandit right now. I think he's attacking Hi, another Bandit. dog next door. <laughs> That's my puppy, guys. That's Bandit. Or it's my daughter's, but it's mine, too. He's adorable. And he's about 60 pounds at 10 months old. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. He's a Bull Mastiff Lab pit bull. Okay. So, oh, boy. Nice. Yeah. He's a good watchdog up here. We don't get any creatures during the day, that's for sure. We bring him in at night because we don't want him to get hurt or eaten by a bear. So, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, Samantha, one of our listeners uh, sent in a question to ask, ask you, uh, who are some of your favorite uh, glow girls to be in a ring with? Oh, my gosh. Well, if anyone knows my matches, I would get paired with Beastie the Road Warrior. All the time, and I mm-hmm. loved working with Beastie, and uh, she was always awesome, right on. Except one night on tour when we were in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, I was in a pile driver with her, and uh, the timing was off. And oops, you know. And I think we had 20 or 30 people in the Coliseum, and all I remember is I was going out on the stretcher, and uh, they thought I broke my neck, but I turned my neck just enough. Obviously, I didn't break my neck. I'm here, thank God, oh, and uh, able right? to live that story. But I had to go out the next day on painkillers because when you're on tour, you have the same match. There's only one mm-hmm. of you. There's no replacements, right. and Matt, you got to get back out there. And uh, I'm like, after Biloxi, Mississippi, we went on to the next, which I forgot, but we toured all those states back then. So um, Beastie was the greatest to work with. Um, I loved Corporal Kelly. Um, oh my gosh, Big Bad Mama Loved Big Bad Mama Oh, oh she was great With the voodoo mm-hmm. dust That was the toughest matches yeah. though with her The hardest mm-hmm. matches Because, you know, she'd bring my Barbie doll out And we had Barbie dolls made of us It was pretty cool So she had my well, Sunny yeah, doll yeah. And she took oh. the Sunny doll And flipped her in the ring And now I'm under a trance Because she gave me the voodoo dust And I oh, had wow. to flip right in the middle of the ring as the doll did on command. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not easy to do. Even in wrestling, no. it is not easy. Because <laughs> you're flipping on your own. And I hear again, mm-hmm. I'm five foot ten. I thought I was going to die again. But you can't have that in your head because you could. <laughs> and you would if you freeze <laughs> up, you know, as we know. you got to let that out the window. It's like, that's got to go. Don't get those thoughts. You're going you're gonna to do this. You've got this. <laughs> So um, it was great. Oh, I love, you know, I loved all the girls um, in GLOW back then. 
we had to get along. There was no fighting other than out in the public. The good and the bad were separated, and we were called the good and bad, not the hill and baby mm-hmm. face. It was the good right. girls and the bad girls. So um, we separated, and we are all, you know, separated even in our in our uh, apartments and things like that. We weren't together, but we were together behind closed doors. You know, we had our mm-hmm. certain friends that we liked, that we clicked with, if you will. Yeah, and we hung out with them. Now, with me, everyone hated me because I was close with Matt Simber, and they thought I was going to probably tell them they were doing certain things or they were breaking curfew or whatever they were doing, which I wasn't, and I never did. I was very loyal to all the girls, and that's the way I am to this day. So, um, and I never told Matt anything. He would ask me. I'm like, I don't know. Go ask him. (laughs) Don't ask me. (laughs) You know, don't. I'm not going to tell you. You know, and even I myself, I broke curfew on tour. Myself and Cheyenne Cher, which was Sunny oh. and Cher, tag team at times. Oh, right. So, because I didn't have a tag <laughs> team. I had one originally. Her name was Queenie the Beauty Queen. And mm-hmm. she froze up in a monkey toss, and she had to be sent back to Tennessee. And she was originally mm-hmm. from Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. So, that was really sad. So, Sunny was solo, and so they would pin me with different ones. But the best thing was Cher because it was funny. Matt loved it. Oh, Sonny and Cher. Ha, ha. You know. <laughs> I don't like to imagine what that was Right. Like. <laughs> it was a good team. We were we were a great team. Um, yeah. I liked wrestling Hollywood and Vine. Mm-hmm. Vine was – I loved Vine. Vine was just flawless. Hollywood and I really got into it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we wrestled good together. You know, unfortunately, it's a shame that all these years later – We've all went our separate ways, I think, from 1990, if you will. Um, you know, can you hear me okay? Because we're getting some interruption. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. So 1990, we all went our separate ways, and uh, we didn't know each other up until uh, we saw each other again, which 2014, there was a, um Afterglow fan party hot seat where some of us girls from each season – were reunited and uh, some of them didn't show up and weren't there. So we got to know some of those girls really well. And it was really nice to see them after all those years. Now the documentary, they all did as well. I wasn't at the documentary. I couldn't make it. I was on my way out to the documentary, but I had a call that my daughter was in a horrific car accident. She was at a trauma center at Cedar Sinai hospital. So I couldn't go. I was on my way out, so excited to see the girls after, at that time, it was uh, 2010, so it was 20-some years, and I was looking forward yeah, to it. I remember that, yeah. All right, January 29th, 2010, mm-hmm. the documentary was made to see Mountain Fiji in the, uh, the uh, rest home down there. So I didn't, but I couldn't make it, so I wasn't part of that. Um, and, uh, you know. But that's okay. I have great friends now, Roxy Astor, who is the the founder of Afterglow. And mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely glowing. Let's just say that. And I'm pretty excited for the future of Afterglow with some of us girls only, not the whole pack of glow girls. It's just the way it is. Right. You know, you yeah. work hard, you get along, you you put your work in, you're going to be a part of it. But if you choose to go against it and be negative and bullying and all those type of things, we don't stand for that. 
We don't we don't want that. We don't allow it. And also for the you know how it is for productions, they don't want that. And they check your backgrounds. You got to be pretty free and clear, you know. So there's a lot of reasons why there's only going to be an amount that is going to be in the mm-hmm. in the future show. I can't talk too much about it, and uh, just mm-hmm. know that we're looking very bright soon. Hopefully, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes, the future is looking bright. So, you know, we're really excited, and I love Roxy Astor. Her real name's Tracy, but she goes by mm-hmm. Roxy. So right. um, she's been passionate, strong. She hasn't given up. And that's the way Glow is in our in our show. You know, you don't give up. You got a dream, you go for it. And that's with anybody. Don't ever think you can't do it because you can. Never give up your passion. Keep fighting for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one, another one of our listeners, uh, uh, Sean, uh, sent a question to ask you. Uh, what is how do you what is your opinions on the new Netflix series? Glow and uh, how it's going. Um, I love the new Netflix series and I think it's great that they brought this out. Um, you know, it only makes us shine more as Glow Girls because it's nice to have a show dedicated about you or about us, mm-hmm. I should say, overall, all the girls. Uh, however, they didn't really highlight us specifically and they didn't put the show as it was with Glow. Because it's a fictional show, so they made it off the wall and more like HBO-ish type stuff, you know what I mean? Where it grabs the audience, they had to have put some drugs in there, put some sex in there, you know, and a, and a mean director, a brutal director. Mark, Of course, he played Matt perfectly, but that wasn't Matt. That's not the way Matt treated us at all. So, And we didn't have a robot on the show like it shows there with that would bring us cocaine <laughs> really <laughs> wow. that would be nice i'm sure some of the girls would have really loved that but you know <laughs> it, it wasn't that way at all um but we can sit back and remove ourselves and watch the show and say wow that's cool what is close is the characters of the girls they're all in a different type of character and they wrestle so i would say the third season and that's the only one because the fourth season didn't make it out this year um, mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, um, I understand. But it will be coming out next year for sure. And that is it. So they're playing four seasons like we played four seasons. So it is closely enough where they can't add to it because otherwise that's completely fiction. They can't take it to a fifth season because we weren't, you know, we weren't on five seasons. So. Right. Makes they're sense. they're close enough, but they're they're playing it safe because none of us had cameos, none of us had parts in it, and that was for a reason because it was done by one glow girl, Ursula, who mm-hmm. had a script, and I'm not saying it was her script either. To my understanding, she kind of took it um, and sold it to Netflix for a certain amount of money, and that's why we're not in it. That should answer everybody's because everyone asks, how come you girls aren't in it? It's about you. How come you, you know, and how come the characters aren't any of you guys? Because they couldn't do that. Why? Because right. we could sue them. You know, mm-hmm. you can't, can't do that. Like there's only one you. There's only, you know, every character out there. And even in WWE, if you see another character duplicated, oh, boy, 
I don't think uh, any of us would like it. I own yeah. my own character, so for sure they can't duplicate my character. There is a Sunny. Right. That's all she is. So she is just Sunny, and that's from WWE, and she was in the 90s. So mm-hmm. I was the first original in the 80s before I took the California Dolls place. In other words, not taking her place, she left the show. So the first and second season of Glow, a lot of the girls left. And then there was some that stayed on, like Hollywood, Mountain Fiji, Nanuchka, mm-hmm. who was our trainer, by the way, and mm-hmm. Debbie Debutante. So there was only, I think, I don't know how many girls that stayed for all four seasons. So the rest of them left. And they didn't want to make the third season and fourth season the same as the first and, and second season girls. They wanted similarities, though. So that's why Sunny the California Girl is similar to the California Doll in a way, but not the same mm-hmm. character at all. Different right. gimmicks completely. So, And that goes with every character that you see. So, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Matt, Matt is a brilliant guy. He's a brilliant guy. But, yeah, I love Netflix, and I look forward to season four what they're going to bring to the end and how the ending's going to be. Because as you know, in season three, all the girls came together and that was cool. Cause that was like glow that part right. and the wrestling that was glow and how they had to work mm-hmm. really hard. And, and, uh, that was the similarities, but the rest of it, no, <laughs> no, we didn't live in <laughs> grungy apartments like that either. They showed that. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. And Vegas oh, was no. completely little, but, you know, they had it backwards. That came later with us. It was first. We went mm-hmm. right to Vegas. So, mm. but yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much on on that end. But it's great. Mm. And, you know, there was a wrestler in there that was Awesome Kong. So she was one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chavo oh, Guerrero, absolutely. of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chavo. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there was a few uh, wrestlers that were really in it. The rest of them were actresses portraying us so yeah but they're doing a great job and we got to meet them full circle at the wwe here in los angeles backstage we didn't know they were going to show up and they didn't know we were there so that was cool right Uh, that was a lot of fun we had to make a wish backstage and uh, meeting the kids and stuff oh i love that that's the best part yeah it's the best part of being being who we are is the kids you know, just mm-hmm. making them laugh and light up, and we're their superheroes. Forget about the rest of the stuff. They they live through us, and they want to be us. That's what's Absolutely. cool, you know. And you want to be a good role model for that, and continue that on. It doesn't stop when you're away from wrestling. It should never stop, in my opinion. So, Absolutely. yeah. Um. So, so tell us what you've been up to lately. What's what's going on in the world of Patricia Summerlin. Oh, boy. You got time? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, you know, Glow has opened a lot of doors, and I'm I'm very truly blessed for that, you know, being sunny. But at the same time, Patricia gained a lot of notoriety on her own just for promotion and promoting myself. And – being in Los Angeles and being raised in showbiz, you know, since I was five again and doing commercials and movies and being around some actors and dating a few names didn't hurt, of course. It opened the doors. So I was blessed to meet some cool people. I was, I did Playboy, you know, Kiss, the band Kiss. I mean, who doesn't know Kiss? 
So <laughs> Uncle Gene, he's like my uncle. He's not my blood uncle, for everyone listening. No, he's my call him Uncle Gene, but um, I'm close right. with him and family. And, but I got to be Paul Stanley and Ace Frehley in the magazine, which was pretty cool. Uh-huh. And that was yeah. 10 years after GLOW. So I got to appear in the magazine, and uh, that was awesome. And I got to cast it with Tommy Sayer, who was with Black and Blue. Now he's Ace Frehley in the band. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and from there I had a comic book, The By Squared Circle, by John Crother and Rich Parada did the artwork. Um, a little bit about my life. Uh, it's a bio and tells you some of the things that I went through from my drowning. I actually died. I passed away myself. Um, I was just a little under 16, and it says that. In the comic book, you'll see that I uh, had a drowning, and my brother is also another part in there of my brother's suicide, which I actually did a show last night called The Bully Effect, and I spoke about mm-hmm. my brother and his suicide. Um, yeah, it, it's, it was pretty cool the way they did that, because you wouldn't think a comic book, you know, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be good and funny, and that, but, you know, I think each wrestler they do this with it tells a little bit of their story you know and it's pretty cool so i was blessed to have the first one out with squared circle um as the first glow girl and um you know it's pretty cool there so now i've been working on my autobiography um that's going to be made into a three-part series whether it's going to be on reels or lifetime we're we'll work on that after the book gets out and this is the autobiography Mm -hmm. on my my life story, which will help a lot of people, I hope, out there, and and to know that they're not alone, and you know, not knowing who your parents were, you know, all these different things that I had to endure in my life because that was just my life. I was blessed that way from the beginning, the get go. But when yeah. I talk to other people, there's similarities. They're like, "Oh gosh, I was adopted." I go, "Do you know your birth parents?" No, I'd love to know my birth. So I used to help them. I used to do this, it was called family.com, so I'd go on um, the computer and I'd start searching because that's how I found my birth mother, uh, besides going to a medium because my parents told me that she was dead and I thought I'd never know the truth. There were so many lies, you know. So all this will be in the book and amongst tons of other stuff, but I don't want to talk about it here because I want you guys to read it, and you know. And I'm yeah. a survivor, not a victim. So I don't want people to go, oh, my God, because from the time that people do know, there's some people that know what I've went through and what I had to to deal with. I said, no, it's a blessing because I'm here. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Okay. Okay. Could mm-hmm. have been a lot worse. I got, I survived that. I survived those things. So in order to live and tell it and hopefully, you know, other people can learn from it. And just like my drowning, it, that isn't. A thing to go, oh, my God, poor thing, you died? Wow. No, I, yeah, I died, but I lied to my parents, and I drank that night, and I ended up going out to the ocean, and with the help of one of the friends that I was with that uh, wasn't very good, by the way. But um, so I flatlined for four minutes, causing my own mother to have her first heart attack. So things always have, how do you want to say, they have an effect, <laughs> You know, you do this, it's going to do, something's going to happen there. So, you know, not a good thing. That wasn't, I'm, I'm so thankful God didn't want me, you know, then. He, he said, no, you're a kid, I'm not going to take you now. And and I go to those um, 
those uh, sessions, you know, where people passed away and they come back or, or near death, if you will. Um, and I listened to other people's stories and what they've been through and what they saw and when they rose up, you know, because I felt myself going up as well and everything. So I talk about that, and I would go to high schools and talk to kids about that, not to drink, not to get into, um, alcohol intoxication poisoning, which is what I had, and then going out to the ocean is what actually, you know, took me out. So, um, yeah, but I'm here to talk about it. You know what I mean? And that's another thing that I try to help with people every day. So I became a drug and alcohol counselor through this process. So I have my license for that, and I help people every day if I can. You know, I try to as much as possible. Somebody reaches out, and same thing with bullying because I lost my brother to suicide because he was bullied. It was horrendous. I mean, not, it was not cool at all. And I was out there beating up mainly girls. The girls were mean, but there was a few few uh, guys that challenged me to a fight, believe it or not. And I remember just pounding on them because I was so mad because they were picking on my brother and calling him names. And um, so I lost him at 26. And so, you know, these things... Rob, you you learn and, and you. That's why I love your stuff because you're out there, and you're giving back. You're you're doing uh, the fishing, you know, for for friends with all the kids. I see all. I love your stuff, and it's so admirable. And I think if everyone did this, this world would be a better place, you know. Instead of hating on people, you know, There's so much ugliness there. Terrible. But if we give love and. Not Eight, you know, and appreciate the kids, and I'm I'm a big advocate for save the children, which you know a lot of that's going on right now, and uh, well, I'm sure we're going to see more, and I'm thank God they're busting all these weirdos, so you know, yes. but let's not bully people out there, let's be nice, no bullying. Everybody is great, everybody's beautiful, and remember, it's not what you look look like on the outside, it's what's inside that counts. You know, Absolutely. people just understand that. You can be the most beautiful person in this world, but if you're ugly on the inside, you're ugly. I'm sorry. You're ugly. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yep. And my mom and dad always told me that. They they raised me well. You know, I love my parents to this day. I miss them each and every day, you know. So always say you love somebody, too, because you never know. You just never right. know. And, and uh Appreciate your friends, love your family, give back, you know, and let's let's try, especially through these trying times, COVID, you know, where we're not able to, to hug somebody or it's so difficult, especially when your loved ones get sick and you can't be there for them because there's this barrier, mm-hmm. you know, and it's called a wall or a window, which I had to find that out when Rick passed away. It was horrible. I couldn't get near him. I couldn't hold his hand. I couldn't tell him it's going to be okay. You know, I can only yeah. imagine. People go through this every day. Yeah, terrible, right? Same way, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It is. So how is everything with you? Let's hear what you're doing. Forget about me. Oh, you're the man, oh. too. I've seen all your stuff. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so much going on. I, I mentioned a few stuff at the top of the podcast. You know, I got the, the midnight show every Friday night, Stroh Zone, where I feature different old-school horn sci-fi flicks. Come back nice. And, uh, I this, love this that. Friday night, 
at midnight Eastern Standard Time, this Friday night's feature is going to be the classic The Ravens starring Vincent Price. So okay. So, so it would be cool. 9 o'clock my time. I think I can handle that, but I'm like, midnight, I'm going to be zonked out. <laughs> 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 That's what happens when you get yeah. older, you know. Like, okay, get midnight, yep. Oh, yeah. I sit there and I watch Cobra Kai. Now I can't watch that because it's over. It's one of my favorite yeah. series. I right? can't wait for the next season. So Me too. I'm and like, yay! And she's coming back. Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, I'm so I know. I love those series like that. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's just inspirational all the way around, you know? Um, I think, what is that one I'm watching now? My gosh. Oh, I am watching something that's like, um, oh, Dorothy will appreciate this, Rob. It's almost oh, like right. American. Or story. Oh, I love it. It's called Ratchet. Remember Nurse Ratchet? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. It's spooky. It's gory. <laughs> it just oh, came man. on Netflix. New series. That's so, I like I, I, I just started <laughs> watching uh, Dark Shadows again with Barnabas. Remember Dark Shadows? Yes. I, I started watching that again. Oh man. Oh, I love so it. Cool. Yes. Well, you've got to you've got to watch Ratchet. Nurse Mildred Ratchet. Ratchet. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's good. It's on Netflix now. I'm on episode two. So it's like American yeah. Horror Story. It's like a spinoff okay. because the actors that were in American oh, yeah. Horror Stories um, trilogy is in this. So I'm oh, like, cool. okay. oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it starts out like, uh-oh, it's pretty gory. But I love it. That's and so, so cool. then it gets into the storyline. It's pretty good. That's Pre-Halloween. Awesome. Okay, guys? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Definitely down with that. Right. I, you know, I, I do charities too. You know, I mean, I have the Children's Miracle Network, the Dare program, a lot of stuff, especially but this year the way it's been going, it's been like virtual, different virtual yes. things. But nice. But you know, still, you know, working our can through the charities for that, and um, you know, I'm gonna been an ambassador for the chamber here, chamber of commerce here, so I help out with different businesses from time to time. Good. So, yeah, well, you're so, always so, busy. You're always giving Can't back, and that, back, you know what I mean? yeah, it is, and it's great, you know. Um, I've been involved in a lot of the political realm, so I'm out there in the rallies, and in fact, I'm in the newspaper. I made um, headlines. <laughs> My daughter wow. brought the newspaper home today, and she's wow. like, "Mom, you still, made headlines." I'm like, "Good, you, you, good." You're still making, <laughs> still making news. That's incredible. Yes. <laughs> ah. Pretty cool. I'm in my local paper. Now, I don't know how many people are going to hate on me because no matter what I do, I get hated on. I'm like, okay, fine. I guess yeah. I'm always going to have haters. But what can you do? You know, I blocked oh, a lot yeah. of people, I will admit. On the uh, political front, I have some people that have came at me, and it, it does make me sad. But I don't, again, we have to think about ourselves first because if we're not here, what good is it going to be, right? So we have to come first, our families first. Our kids are yeah. first. Our our fur babies are first. Yeah. Everyone else, right, are, are, are second. Yeah. So now, meaning second is that it doesn't mean I don't care. I love all my friends. I love all my family. I love my fans. But you have mm-hmm. so often some of those fans that go, oh, well, I loved you as Sunny. You're Sunny the California girl. And I've watched you. And how can you? T- oh, I can't believe you talked about Trump. Oh, I can't believe you're. You think like that? Well, well, you just like blew my 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 image of you. And I'm like, um, okay, but I am Patricia. 
I am a human being here. Um, I yeah. bleed. <laughs> I have a head on my shoulders, and I have a heart in my chest. Um, yeah, as last I know, I'm Patricia Summerland, and I do have my own beliefs and my own political beliefs, and I'm on a political talk radio show that there is no secret of um, for mm-hmm. the last now we've had our 10-year anniversary. Congrats to American Adversaries and the crew because they're amazing. Christian radio show. And you've been on, Rob. They love you yeah. when you come on. Yes. Oh, so yeah. I enjoy I that. And I'm like, sorry yeah. if I offend people. I'm sorry if you don't want to listen to, you know, politics or listen to my you know, beliefs. Or You don't have to. You don't have to. You you don't have right. to be my friend on Facebook. <laughs> you don't have to follow me. Anybody who does will. You know, I I respect everybody's opinion, everybody's um, political opinion. I love mm-hmm. people for people. I wish everyone would do nice. the same. Wouldn't they that don't. be nice? That'd right? be so nice. <laughs> I wish they would, honestly, you know. And uh, even on social media. And unfortunately, I even had to block some glow girls, some fellow glow girls. Yes, I did. And uh, no secret there. I wasn't aware that they were even talking about little old me. So I kind of feel like really special because I didn't even know they were. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I must be doing something right because they're talking about me, you know. Um, But honestly, I had to unfriend or block, you know, and I blocked some even a couple years ago just because – I won't tolerate any meanness. I won't tolerate any negativity. I won't mm-hmm. tolerate bullying. And that doesn't, from anybody, you know, any fellow wrestler, right. if they're negative and they're mean and they're acting out and they're treating someone else I know bad, you're done. You're done. Right. As simple as that. You know, I like positive people. I like nice people. Um, I don't like people who talk about other people behind their back. If you got something to say, you, you you know, you say it to their face. A coward's a coward, and uh, mm-hmm. don't like that. And I'm sorry, you know. And you don't judge people, and you don't assume. If you don't know somebody, you should never talk about somebody. If you don't know their life, you should never talk about them. Period. Right. You know. And that's what I think these keyboard warriors are doing through this time of COVID. Either that or they're hitting that COVID Kool-Aid a little too much. And they're on there just being really snotty brats, period. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I stand up for my friends, by the way. I won't tolerate my friends getting picked on any, anywhere, anyhow, even on the media. So just, you know, if you're on my friends list, I thank you. I will always be nice to you and pleasant and, you know, like I said, but I don't tolerate any rudeness or meanness and I don't like cop haters and I don't like the word really cop, but I guess you can say cop police is more polite, but I stand Mm -hmm. by the police. I stand Mm -hmm. by my president and I stand by God. And if you don't like those three things, then goodbye. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's all I got to say um, there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Teresa, it, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show tonight. I can't thank you enough for being here. Is is there anywhere that fans can like, keep in touch with you and the latest happenings with you? Absolutely. Um, well, I'm like I said, everywhere in social media, and I go by my real name, Patricia Summerlin. You can find me there. I really – 
talk to people more on that than I do my fan page. I'm seldom on Sunny, the California Girl page. I do apologize, but I just happen to go on my real name because I have my family there too. And I talk to my family because they live everywhere else but California. So I, it, it makes me so good. And, you know, and I can talk to all you guys, you know, more so there than on my fan page. Um, I have Instagram, Patricia Summerland. I have Twitter, which I'm on and off on. I don't really like Twitter. I don't know why, but for some reason I've never gotten into Twitter. I know a lot of people have and they love it. I just can't seem to get Twitter. I'm like, so I'm on there once in a great while, and I'm under that Sunny Glow on, uh, or Glow Sunny on Twitter. And then I have LinkedIn, Patricia Summerlin on LinkedIn, and I, I'm on LinkedIn also quite often. I like that because it's a very professional um, social media platform. It's very cool. But you can find me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Reach out and bug me. I'll talk to you back. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I love you, Patricia. You're amazing. Uh, thank you so much for your time this evening. Uh, it's been really awesome, as always. And uh, please do keep in touch. And, you know, like any time you'd like to come back on the show, you're always welcome here, anytime. Exactly. And I, when I say reach out and bug me, that means you bug for a hug. That's my my new saying. <laughs> you got it. Yes. Love I it. love everyone on there, and I love all you guys. And I love you, Rob Kellum. You're the best. Um, uh, and give Dorothy a big hug and kiss for me. I promise. Please. I hope Dorothy's yes. being good. Yes, yeah, she's already smiling. I think she heard you. <laughs> <laughs> good. I missed her this year. You know, I, um, I look forward yeah. to the CAC next year and and uh, us and hanging yeah. out again. You know, we have such a good time. Always. Yeah, gosh, I'm, I'm so excited. Gosh. I know. Well, take, <laughs> you take care, and I'm sending you much love and, and, uh, and prayers and everything going your way and all this success. Same with you, Patricia, always. I'm always here for you. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. And have a wonderful sunny day tomorrow. Absolutely. You too, Patricia. Thank okay. you so much. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you. Bye bye. That was Patricia Summerlin, aka Sunny, the California girl of Glow, the OG, if you will. And we'll go to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll get to the callers and talk shop right here on WCW Retro. So be back in a few, folks. Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live 
on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and in the room featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Uh, we are here, and uh special thank you so much to the OG, sunny California girl, girl himself, Patricia Summerlin, for uh, such a great interview. Thank you for being here, and feel free to come back anytime you want. Uh, you're amazing, as always. Here's what we're going to do, guys. Um, I'm going to let you on. When you hear the beep... Call us our line when you hear the beep. Uh, and just introduce yourself to say your name because I'm going down the list here, and then we can talk shop once I get everybody on the line here. So I want to give everybody a proper introduction. So first off, uh, let's go to eight. eight this is the eight four three area code. Just introduce yourself. It's Velvet. Hey, welcome, Velvet man. Great to have you back, brother. Uh, yeah, sit man. tight. Won't get it the whole. When we sit tight, we'll get the whole gang in here. We'll talk shop, okay? Okay, dokie. Uh, okay, dokie. All right. Here comes the 843 area code. Welcome to WW Retro. Hey, it's Dr. John. Dr. John. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Hope you're doing good. Always good to be. Always good to be here. Okay. Great to have you as always. But sit tight. We're going to get to it down the line. And All right. We're going to get to college introductions, and then we'll talk shop here all right this is my man chaz chaz welcome back brother well thank you for that fine introduction since there's no other introduction needed unlike the other two guys who i love dearly but yeah we didn't know who you were sorry about that please (laughs) ah tremendous yeah i am the man with the most to toast the both coast chaz moretti yeah it's it man okay amy Hey, Don. Good to have hey. you. Hey, I'm glad you're going. Chat. Uh, more modest. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. We know that. Yeah. All right. All right. Great to have you guys. All right. Let's see here. Uh, okay. Now this this 208 area code. I tried to see who it was uh, during Malcolm. the break, but. Is that my number, That's the okay. new number. Okay, I just I just want to make sure because uh, the last two away I got last week was uh, someone I had to kick off the air. <laughs> yeah, no, this is Malcolm's new number. Okay, all right, let's uh, well, let's let's bring him on. Uh, Malcolm, is this you, sir? Yeah, it is, uh, Papa Stro. Thank you hey, for having right. me on the show. Anytime, hey, everybody, man. how you home. doing? Great. We got one more here, and we'll, we'll we'll talk to shop here. So let's get all the inductions out of the way. Uh, four eight four area code. Welcome. Hey, what's up? It's uh, Justin. How are you, man? 
Hey, Justin, welcome back, man. How's it going? Yeah, I've been on a hiatus. Been on a little yeah. hiatus. Well, that's cool. Hey, hey I welcome want, back. I want, to, I want to ask Dr. John something. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Uh-oh. Dr. Hey. John. <clears throat> Okay, I'm Dr. Johnny, so there, man. Yeah. Yeah, I sent you a message. I was on a messenger. I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, I hope, I hope me and you get to pat again. And I was like, I'm hoping that you're not mad at me or, or whatever. Sure. No, no. I just God, I was slammed today. No, I got it. I'll yeah, reply. Th- I promise. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about moving down. I'm thinking about getting a job transfer down to uh, Georgetown. Thinking about getting a job transfer down there. Saying get away from Virginia for a little bit. Oh, okay. From my home. Trying to get out of here. All right, let's get started. Yeah. Old school matches. Who's first? I'll defer to go. go for it, brother. Uh, uh, 1984. Um, uh, early WCW, I would say a good match that I saw recently was uh, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts of the television champion against Ronnie Garvin, and Ooh, what a Jake the Snake was Jake the Snake was managed by none other than Precious Paul Ellering, and the yeah. Warriors were on that show today. God bless the Road Warriors, but they were on that show today as well. Yeah. Uh, that I watched, so it was pretty cool. It was awesome. Oh, man. What a it, was, it, it was great. Oh man, what a feud those two had too, Garvin and oh, yeah. Jake, man. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. All over. They swatched. They swatched that belt a couple. I mean, they switched out that belt a couple times. You remember the Between injury other, angle yeah. with Jake and the ribs, with the tape ribs? Oh yeah, yeah. They hit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of let it play today. I kind of let it play today, and it went through like four different episodes. I kind of was in and out of the room, and yeah, they. And then I came back, and he had the tape all over his ribs. <laughs> oh God! And Garvin tried to get Garvin tried to get to him, and the road warrior mm-hmm. uh, Hawk came out and try and and stopped everybody from doing everything. He looked like a crazy man. It was so great, though, man. It was awesome. Oh, that's but yeah. Amazing. yeah. Gosh, uh, you don't see feuds like that much anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, no, God, I'm not missing so much. Yeah. Uh, a great next? start, Velvet. Thank yeah. you, Velvet. That's a great hey, start. Yes, sir. Uh, who's next with their old hey, school? Sure, I think, hey, sure, I think I got one for you. Go for it, bro. Yeah, um, I would say, I would say, I would say I wasn't, I mean, the guy, a guy, a guy at my job, I work at Home Depot. He was like, "Hey, check out this uh, pay-per-view. It's called WCW Sin." And he was like, "There is a significant match I want you to watch." And so he mm-hmm. told me that yesterday. I watched it before I got on the show, and it was it, and it was the Four Corners match for the WCW Heavyweight Title. Scott Steiner defeated Scott Steiner versus Jeff Jarrett. Sid Vicious. Which they were they were all fighting like the whole match and then and then they came out and said Rick Flair came out and said oh I got a mystery I got I have a mystery guy that's coming out and mm-hmm. then so he's walking down to the ring 
wearing a mask. You don't even know who he is until he pulls a mask off, which I think which is very cool. And it came out to be Road Warrior Animal. And that match, that, that match, that match, I, I don't want to say I swear, but I think, I think, I think that was a, a great match. And it was very, very cool defense and all that good stuff. Like me personally, when I was watching the last two matches with, with, uh, Lex Luger and Buff Bagwell versus, uh, Dwayne Bruce, that was a great match too. And, uh, Mm -hmm. But I, but I think the match that topped the card was the Scott Steiner match was a great match. It was very interesting. I was very intrigued, you know, of uh, watching it. And then I would say another old school match that I enjoyed was uh, it. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was a match, but I would say it was at a it was at GXW, and I was there and I witnessed it. And it happened to be this guy, Papa Stroh, and I guess he was going after this guy, Porkchop, Porkchop Johnson. Man, that was that was a nice little, that was a nice little heated. I was like a nice little heated, heated, heated. And I was just standing there, and I was just watching it as it as it played, and I was saying to myself, "Man, I swear, somebody's got to turn this into a, into a mini movie, because this is awesome. Because Stroh was getting his Stroh was getting his beatings on the guy." I was like, Stro, put him away, put him away, put him in the chokehold, do what you gotta do. And I, oh, and, I, and the guy, and, and, the, and the guy, and then, and then the guy, and then the guy beside me, he was like, he's like, hey, the guy thinks Stro, he's like, he's like, he's like, I seen Stro, I seen Stro in the woods wrestling a wrestling a grizzly bear. He, he put that bear in a sleeper hold. I was like, no way. I was like, show me the video. So he shows me a video of Stro putting a, putting a grizzly bear. In a sleeper hold, and and mind you, the bear has the bear is literally tapping out. That's the first time I've ever seen Stroh tap out a grizzly bear. That is hilarious, and that's, that's, the, best, that's, the, that's the best video. Let, let, let that's the best life. video I've seen of you, Stroh. Stroh, Stroh. Yes. I bet. I bet if you could do that to a grizzly bear, making them tap out, what can you what can you do to a giraffe? That would be interesting. See. Uh, I, I w- I, I would say that would be a first because I I I can only say I've never been in the ring with a giraffe, so that'd be interesting. Good picture. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely like, I definitely like when I saw that video of uh, Stro taking out that grizzly bear, locking that sleeper hold him, and the and the bear's free paw was just tapping out, tapping out. Ah, let me go, let me go. <laughs> uh, crazy life, man. Telling you. Uh, that was a great that's one, man. Oh, Thank you so much. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Oh man, <laughs> what 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 a way to kick it off tonight, guys. This is our great matches. Um, who's next? Great stuff, guys. Thank you. I'll go next. All right. All right, boys. We're gonna go back to September of 1969. Fenway Park. Bruno San Martino defends against Killer Kowalski. In a Sicilian hmm. stretcher match that drew 58,000 people to a ballpark to see a wrestling match. Wow. 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 That's that was back wow, in the days man. before pay-per-views. That was back in the days before televised wrestling became um, an event that drew in the Nielsen ratings in the millions. This is when 
you would count your payday based on the draw. And Bruno was one of the finest at selling out large, large venues. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Gosh, Kowalski. And the strange part about the match is Kowalski was on the stretcher twice. They carried him out. He rolled out onto the infield, got back Mm -hmm. up, got in the ring, took another four-minute beating before they put him on the stretcher for the second time. That was 27 minutes of nonstop pummeling. That's amazing. And what was that, Matt? And for... And for those that were wondering, you know, oh, what was there, like five, six matches on the card? There were 14 matches on the card. They started at 8.30, and they finished by the midnight curfew. Wow. That's amazing. But San Martino and Kowalski at the same time. Really? That blows blows my mind. Hey, Stroh, here, a little make Velvet laugh for once tonight. We'll let her get it out of her system. Hold on. Okay. It's amazing he can remember all that information, but yet he still can't remember to clean the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's her one run-in for tonight. She's cut off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of run-ins, uh, I believe we have Steve on the line. Steve, welcome back, brother. How you doing? Oh, good. Glad I called in during the old-school matches. Yes, I was listening to the interview earlier. Oh, great. Um, yeah, you have an old school match you want to share with us? Um, yes. I was watching some Road Warriors old fan matches recently, and I watched uh, a six man from uh, May 2nd, 1999. It was the uh, mm-hmm. Giant Baba Memorial Show in Tokyo, Tokyo Dome, 65,000 nice. attendance. Yeah, it's. Um, Pretty uh, big, uh, big matchup is Road Warriors and Johnny Ace, uh, Joe and uh, Joe and Johnny teaming up, and uh, it was Hawk and Animal, Johnny versus uh, Kenta Kobashi, Junakiyama, and Shinzaki, who is a wow. Kakushi in WWE. So lots of talent in this matchup. Um, it finished with uh, uh, towards the towards the end. Uh, Shinzaki was on. Um, Animal shoulders and uh, Shinzaki was able to counter. Uh, he was able to counter a uh, doomsday device, but uh, they were able to uh, knock him off his feet and then get him up again and set him up for the uh, doomsday device. And Hawk was able to get the uh, lit, uh, strike in. The, they called it the lariat on commentary and the, uh, mm-hmm. got the pin. Got the pin on Shinzaki. So Road Warriors. On top, Giant Paboria, Giant Baba Memorial Show, Johnny Ace teaming up with uh, Joe. So it's a uh, pretty cool. classic uh, Road Warriors All Japan moment. Man, that's great, man. What a pick. Thank you, Steve. That's that's awesome. Steve, was that the Johnny Ace with the sheep herders? Uh, and he was the, one of the yeah. dynamic dudes with Shane Douglas? Yes, and he was also yeah. a WWE producer, too. Yeah. You know, John Laronitis. Yeah. You know, people power. Yeah. Same guy. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. That's the question. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, okay, great guys, this is awesome. Um, who who had who wants to go next for their old school match? They haven't gone yet. Doctor John wants to go next. All right, I got a really cool a, a really cool match, and somebody that we never talk about enough. This is uh, from uh, what is is from if I can read right. It's from August of 1999, and it's from Monday Nitro, and it is Insane Clown Posse with Vampiro against Rey Mysterio Jr. and Billy Kidman. Wow. And, and what happened, this is the most exciting thing I think I've ever seen in a match. Rey Mysterio got propelled by Billy Kidman over the third rope and down on and he and he hit and took out the 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 bigger of the ICP guys. I can't read. It's not Shaggy. It's not Vampiro. It's Violent J. Yeah. So and, and he just took him right out. He hit him right in the middle of the chest on the floor. And that was you know what? That was a long that was a long long jump. And it it was really exciting. It was good. And I'm just a big I'm just a big fan of Kidman. I just think he's great. I don't think he gets talked about enough. He just has kind of gotten lost lost in time. But he was because Ray Mysterio Jr. Everybody loves Ray Mysterio Jr. But I don't hear enough talking about Billy Kidman. I think he was great. Is he still working for um, WWF or WWE uh, or whatever? I, I'm not. I wasn't sure if he got furloughed or not. As far as I know, he's still with him some way, shape, or fashion. Yeah, I think but, he was yeah, like a producer. And yeah. he was doing some training down in Florida and all this stuff. But he's just he's just such a such a great wrestler. And oh, he was uh, great, yeah. He was always cool. And he weighed 194 pounds. I mean that's 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 pretty that's pretty closing in from cruiserweight to heavyweight. I mean, I guess. But anyway, three che- three cheers to, to Kidman and Rey Mysterio on that on that win and, and it, it it was a great match. just a great match, you know, back in uh 1999, when when we had great matches, that's what I got to say. Great pick, Doctor John. Thank you so much. That's really Thank cool. You. Awesome. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, I've got one. All right. All right, Malcolm. Let us Wait a minute. You got just one? Finally, no, no, I read a giant. He's learning. Oh, no, just one. Good. <laughs> 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 ah, ah. <laughs> Go ahead, Malcolm. Do your thing, man. We got for it. Okay. We got for it. I was talking to my brother today, and we were talking about um, when I was at Fort Benning, and uh, I learned how to do the impression of Macho Man Randy Savage. I was Mm -hmm. at Nitro uh, the night after Halloween Havoc at the Cox Arena in San Diego, and the whole Mm -hmm. NWO came by. And Elizabeth gave me a hug, and then the macho man was right behind her. And I thought he was going to hit me because Doug Dillinger told me not to reach across the rail and touch the wrestler, so I didn't. No, but Papa Stroud, I think he gave me this as a reward. WCW did because I didn't touch anybody, and they reached across just about everybody in the NWO. Scott Steiner. This is the match? And and they reached over and shook my hand. (laughs) Well, I thought macho man was going to hit me, but he just sits there and he goes, no, you feel bit man like that. You know, it just made me laugh, and all the people around me were cheering me on. You know, and so, then, well, uh, yeah, what was well, like, the match though, Malcolm? Well, What's the match? Yeah, okay, oh, no, February 2011, three months before he right. died in the auto crash accident in Florida, 
he called me up. And I thought it was a I thought it was somebody joking around. So I asked him about this Now everybody remembers in February eighty six when Tito Santana got knocked out by the piece of cold rolled steel and the macho man became the intercontinental champion. Well, Randy, I told Randy that I wanted, if it's you, I want to ask you a trick question. So he was taking on Tito Santana in a rematch at Madison Square mm-hmm. Garden. It was on Coliseum Video, June of 86. Okay. And Randy Savage, Tito was about to slap the figure four on him, and they went, there was, it was a damn good match. They were going from pillar to post with each other. It was almost as good as Steamboat and Savage. But um, somebody came out of the audience, I told Randy. And and uh, and he double teamed you and him double teamed Tito Santana, so Tito brought in Hulk Hogan, uh, the WWF champion back then, uh, to uh, be his partner against this guy in the Macho Man, and the Macho Man says, I, I told Randy, I said, if it's you, who was that guy? Who was the mysterious guy that came out of the stands? And he says. The durable Adrian had done it. And so I knew it was Randy Savage, you know. So we were talking about this match. And Hulk Hogan, uh, he ended up dropping the leg across Adonis to get the pin. And Tito Santana gave uh, the macho man the flying forearm. They call it the flying jalapeno, all that, uh, the Mexican hammer. But, I mean, it was one of the coolest matches I ever saw in Coliseum video. I think Gorilla Monsoon, Beans and Oakland were calling the action. It was Gorilla and Jesse Ventura. But, Papa Stroh, that was a classic match for me. I'm sure. That's awesome. Steel Santana and Macho Man. It's really cool. Okay. That's... All right, guys. Is there uh, any news? Late breaking news or anything from your end of the world that you want to share with us? Uh, whoever wants to go first, feel free. I'll go. No, I'm sorry. You go first. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, Trying to watch. Uh, uh, breaking news. Yeah. Uh, this one gets me. I guess it's filming. Uh, Hello? <laughs> Are you texting me? I'm listening, but I can barely hear who, who's talking. Yeah, we, we, we can barely hear you. Hey, can you hear me? Hold on one sec. Turn down your speaker. Yeah, what's the now? Well, in the, in the meantime, somebody else speak up. Someone else, uh, in, when oh, Justin's I, getting I, his, uh, I talked to well, Tony not, Capone. Not, not yet, not yet, Malcolm. You just went. Who's next? Okay. Okay. Um, All right, I'll chime in, boys. Go, Chad. From the world of the NAWA, we've got a very large announcement. The North American Wrestling Alliance has now officially partnered up with Fight TV on a broadcast deal to bring the NAWA worldwide. And that is, to me, that's just a, a huge bit of news that broke earlier today. And I'm very excited about now um, 
being able to perform on a platform like Fight TV. And, you know, it's just uh, things have been happening so quickly and so positively for the NAWA that um, I can't believe how fast it's going, to be honest. Awesome. Awesome. I have some unfortunate news. Okay. Um, COVID-19 has hit AEW and NXT recently. I believe the uh, – I think they're still at the Performance Center. There's been an outbreak, an outbreak recently. And I think um, uh, AEW on their end, Serena Deeb might have been in contact with somebody. And Lance Archer had to uh, quarantine recently. So that's uh, unfortunate news, especially Serena D just recently signed to uh, AEW. But um, yeah, that I figured that was worth mentioning. Um, hopefully they can uh, recover quick and come back in a couple weeks. Yeah, prayers to Serena and Lance for sure. Uh, get back and get well soon for sure. Um, any more news? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah, uh, Doctor John, yeah, I've got I've got some. I got some news here. This has to do with wrestling tonight. The, the great podcast that's now on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern time with me, Chaz Moretti, and the one and only Papa Strode. We've got uh, our our guest this week is Paul Roma. He's yeah. the new. He's he's the boss now of the of the NAWA. It's it, it's great. He is such a famous wrestler. He's got so much on his credentials, and it's going to be awesome to have him. There with us, uh, Chaz. Are you ready for it? Oh, absolutely! I spoke to Paul earlier this week, and he's very excited about uh, interviewing with us on Wrestling Tonight and talking about his role as the uh, Chief Operating Officer of the NAWA under Tony Capone. You know, Tony being the owner of the company, and so it's just going to be—it's going to be a very, very interesting interview and interesting time on Wrestling Tonight. It sure is. And then I've got one more piece of podcast news. This has to do with myself and Papa Stroh. Uh, Scary Cast, which airs on Monday nights at 10 o'clock, and then it re-airs on VOC Nation at 11 p.m. on um, Friday nights. We've got a new special that we're starting. It's called Roswell Nation. There's a, a very well-known author in the uh, Japanese film circuit named John LeMay. And he's agreed for the next several months, we're going to see how it goes, but he's going to talk about growing up in Roswell. We had him on a show, and and it was a lot of fun. I got a lot of positive comments. So starting October 5th, John LeMay is going to be our guest on ScaryCast and every Monday night for the foreseeable future. And we're going to talk about what it was like in growing up in the most famous UFO town of all time. And he's looking for guests down there. Oh, it's going to be a blast. So, Papa Stroh, you're in on that one too. All right, there, there's my, there, there are my announcements. Oh, you do uh, realize that there's been so many UFO sightings in the world and in America, but there's never been any landings, and you know why that is, don't you? See, they get a guidebook when they leave their planet that says visit Earth, but don't land. It's all messed up. Well, that's yeah, I got it. Well, that's some exciting news about those upcoming podcasts, fans. Definitely want to mark it for dates and times for that. Uh, Steve, what you got, bro? 
Um, I really enjoyed my conversation with Kevin Sullivan on wrestling tonight last week, and I wanted I wanted to plug his uh, podcast, uh, Taskmaster Taskmaster Talks on a two man power trip. Uh, I believe it's on my website, and the guy that hosts it is uh, Two Man Power Trip on Twitter. So um, definitely looking forward to episodes of Taskmaster Talks, and um, you can find me on Twitter at Steven. So uh, those are my uh, plugs for the week. Oh, also, check out um, New Japan, NJPWWorld.com. G1 Climax is going on. There's been at least, I think, three days or uh, that you know, occurred so far in that uh, tournament. And I'm still catching up on it, but it should be a really great uh, G1 this year. G1, the Climax 30. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely want to miss Kevin Sullivan's uh, podcast and um, – uh, the new New Japan, the G1, right, uh, Steve? Yeah, G1 Climax started on NJPWWorld.com. Um, I really okay. liked uh, Suzuki, Suzuki versus Ishii. That was like from night from day one. That was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend checking out uh, the New Japan product. Awesome. And also, if, right, I, if sure. I if I could throw this this throw this in there real quick. Uh, uh, Starting uh, every Thursday night, uh, Sassy Steph will have a new uh, podcast right here on VOCNation.com. So definitely uh, stay in tune with the the times for her podcast, for sure. So uh, we're all looking forward to having Steph on uh, with the VOC Nation. So Uh, go go ahead, uh, Justin. All right, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll say – yeah, with uh, the news around here in Virginia, it's just it's just a bunch of cra- just a bunch of craziness, and uh, I just hope some I just hope sometime in the near future he gets better. And uh, this one this one was for uh, John Doctor John. Hey, what was that? Uh, hey, I was wondering if you could send me some information on your uh, podcast on, on uh, that debut on Sunday, because I was going to see if I can listen to a few others. Sure, I'll, I'll yeah, get that out to you. Definitely, yeah, we definitely gotta keep in touch. And you got and you got the three hosts here. You got Chaz, you got Papa Stro, and me. So we're talking about wrestling tonight, and it'll be a lot of fun. Steve's on there too, so it's a lot. It's a hey, lot of fun having hey, Steve there too. And uh, John and uh, Dr. Appreciate John that. on the other. On, now on the other one, uh, the the one that's from at the Roswell UFO is. There, do you have any archive? Uh, do you have any archive uh, audio of that? So I can listen to Not that really. Also? This is going to be a, this is going to be brand new starting October fifth. It, it's a takeoff of what we did a couple weeks ago with John Lemay. Okay. He's a really great author, um, and he's a, and Steve. You might enjoy some of his stuff because yeah. he's got a he's got a, a number of books out about. The Japanese monsters and monster movies, Godzilla, okay. Godzilla versus everybody, it, and it's and it's and he's really a super guy. He sent me some of his books. He's actually helping me finish up uh, the lizard, the lizard man, uh, whatever the name of the, the, the lizard man book, the lizard <laughs> man companion book. It's like I got those two. I got another project that I'm working on with Velvet, and we're going to be able to announce that probably in about six weeks. Right, Velvet? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, but we got we got to get a couple interviews done, and then we'll be able to announce it. And I think it's going to be something that a lot of a lot of rest, classic wrestling fans are going to be thrilled of. So that's what Dr. I'll say, yeah, Justin. All right, Doctor Don. Hey, I, I was like, hey, I was like, all right, Doctor hey. Don. Uh, thanks for giving me all that information, and I'm hoping that we can talk. We can talk off. All right, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you that information about about uh, Roswell Nation. It's going to be big. Doc, it really Doc. is. Hey, yeah. You still got my number, John? John, John yep. LeMage, was that the same guy that worked on Friday the 13th, the series back in the late 80s with uh, Luis Ropi and um, they were like trying to solve mysteries instead of the regular Friday no, the 13th? No, no, no. You know, he, he's a little young for that. John, John LeMage is 34. So he oh, wouldn't okay. have, that wouldn't have been him. It's the yeah. same name, but, you know, it might be. Yeah. Um, Papa yes. Stro, I've got three announcements. Um, the three? Oh, my God. Here we go. Hold your breath, guys. Capone, uh-huh. Tony Capone is talking to me about, um, like, Tuesday, he had me on the phone with Paul Roma, and then I did In the Room, and then Mario Mancini. I found that his dad was Chief J. Strongbow. That was really cool. And I got to talk to both of them. They can't wait to meet me at this event. December 16th, 17th, we're going to have this big event down in Florida. I don't know exactly where it's going to be, but Tony Capone said he's going to pay for my airfare, my hotel stay, and I'm going to this event. And then also, after that, I'm going to the Hollywood show in Burbank at the Marriott Marquis near the Bob Hope Airport Hilton on Hollywood Way. And there's four ladies who played Hench Girls on the Batman TV show I can't wait to meet. Gene Hale, Sharon Winters, Terry Moore, and another lady. And then Peter um, Peter Dial played uh, was going to play Dick Grayson Robin before Burt Ward got the role. There's going to be other celebrities there, and I'm looking forward to that in January. And then one more, your interview with Patricia Summerlin, Sunny tonight, was just great. I mean, I, I see her at the CAC every year. And if she's listening to this, Patricia, uh, I can't wait to see you in April if we if we have this event, if nothing interferes with it. So I'm done. Awesome. awesome. All righty uh, then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Velvet, you have any plugs or news? Uh, yeah, just uh, I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag just yet. I got some uh, stuff working for Battleground Championship Wrestling. We're working on a TV deal ourselves. So awesome. uh, I'm not going to specify who we're dealing with right now, but we're working on that. And uh, we just cut some promos of uh, Big Game James and Big Hoss yesterday and watched their workout routine, which Big Hoss is uh, 450 pounds. He's trying to shed some weight. I think the lowest he said he's ever been was 335, and he wants to get back there. So he's not maxing out on the bench. But yesterday he did 505 for 10 reps, and I'm like, holy cow. Amazing. It was pretty cool to watch. (laughs) Well, you know, he said said his max was 840 on the bench, and his max max squat was 1180. And then he said, "Well, there's guys today that are that are squatting 1300." So he said he couldn't get to 1200, but he is. But there's guys today squatting uh, 13. And I'm like, "Oh, but yeah, we had fun with them yesterday. So and uh, it was it was a good time. So yeah, that was mine for the week. That's awesome. 
So if people are cow no tipping, you just got to pick one up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's right here. Did you pass your insurance exam or test? I was really concerned about that. Yeah, I passed it. It was long and tedious, but I took care of it. Thanks, Malcolm. All right. You yeah, know, you can. You sound like John Gruden, the Raiders head coach. I'm serious. Well, I'm going to try to do more interviews uh, in in the format of tonight. And just remember, guys, if if you want to send questions uh, to whoever we have interviewed on the show, uh, I have an email you can send it to. It's uh, wcwretro at yahoo.com. So if you interview any questions you would like on there to ask the guest, you know, just send it over there, and I'll definitely uh, ask them for you, for you guys. Cool. I just want to say hello. Thanks, Papa Stroh. <laughs> Yo, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> but, um, yeah, any more final thoughts you guys want to make? Yeah, or, Papa uh, Stroh, was Sunny a Raiderette? I think she gave me a picture she signed four ladies that were that were NFL cheerleaders, and she was a Raiderette. I think it was her, but I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, I got um. I got a, another plug. Um, I believe season three and four, the original Glow, is on um, Tubi, which you can watch for free. Um, I think it's called uh, Ladies of Wrestling. It might be under a different title, but it's definitely on there. I've seen it before. So you can check out ladies like – I'm not sure if Sonny's on it, but I assume she is. But um, And then um, Gremlina, who's a, a local that I've met. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out uh, season three and four of the original Glow on uh, Tubi. Absolutely. Cool. Hey, Steve, I appreciate you for uh, sending me that Japanese stuff, man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I – I need to catch up on it. I, there's so much I content too, to, to watch. It. I know. Absolutely, but it's still awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's great when fans can break it down in, you know, in English and, and kind of give you backgrounds of each wrestler. Yeah. Hey, hey sure. I got one more before I'm going to head off. Um, All right, go ahead. Uh, um. I would say you and Dr. John, you guys always have great. You guys always have great guests on your shows, and uh, for now, in the foreseeable future, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna continue coming back for it, for uh, listening to your shows and all that. And uh, yeah, please do. And, and one thing, and one thing, and one thing, Stro, uh, the uh, me me being villainous to you. When we were when I was on Brady Hicks for the last two or three weeks or so before then, it was nothing. It was nothing personal, man. I was just I was just having fun with you. That's all. Oh, that's uh, so good. Figured, no, 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 sure. I just wanted to tell you it was nothing, nothing uh, serious. I was just having some fun. I thought I, I thought I would pull. I thought I would try and pull some uh, pull some promos from wrestlers that I would turn been around in my way and just just try to have some fun but I guess I embarrass myself and that's what I tend to do and I just wanted to tell you on air I'm sorry and I was just having some fun with you man 
That's all. Oh no, it's all good, man. No worries. No, just, no, 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 worries. Just, no, just, no, just, no, just, no, just like I mentioned to you, just like when we were messaging, messaging with each other, I even told you that I said it was, it was nothing personal. I was just having fun with you. That's all. Trust me, I've, I've had worse, and they were my friends. It's all good, right? It's all good. Yeah, it's not. It ain't gonna happen anymore. I was just having too much fun with you, though. Oh, it was blast. Good times. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if Brady's listening to to the show right now, yeah, Brady, it was a work. I fooled you, and the rest (laughs) of your, and I fooled the rest of your radio show host. I was just having fun. Man, show don't hate each other in real life. We're cool. I was just having yeah. a lot of fun. That's all. But, but, funny you, story, right? Oh, anytime, man. Funny story. Right. Uh, this is it's sort of Jake Roberts, right? Well, yeah. somebody, somebody was. Uh, I, w- I was in on it too, right? Someone's interviewing him, right? And uh, they asked him about, you know, how does it feel not to win any major world championships and the promotions, yada yada. And and he uh, he he, he emotion for the guy to come over to him, right? And he's gonna whisper in his ear, right? And uh, <laughs> so the guy comes over to him, and he he says he, he's whispering, but he's still got the microphone next to him, right? <laughs> he says, "Hey, hey, man, uh, you know it's work, right?" <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I, start, hey, I was about to start losing that tears in my eyes. You know, what? You know it's work? work. Yeah, you know it's huh? work, right? It's true. Here, let me be, let me give everybody a, a piece of advice from Vince McMahon Senior that goes along with the same line of what Stroh's talking about. If you're doing something and you think, "Well, I'm just having fun," Vince McMahon Senior was a big stickler on this phrase: "Funny doesn't draw money." Just remember that. It's true. That's why Cornette. That's why Cornette does all those uh, freaks out and all those podcasts he does about certain things he sees in, in the wrestling business. Because you know, Cornette was kind of like you know he's from the old school, right? You know, what I mean, he's all about believability and everything. And yeah, it's, yeah. Hey, sir, but, I have uh, one more question for you. I have one more question for you before I before I head off. <laughs> that was like three questions ago, but go ahead. Yes. No, just, no, just, no, just one more. Right, just one more, and, and, I'm, and I'm done. Okay. If if we if, when me we're like when me like when me and you meet up if we when we do meet up again in person and all okay and after all this COVID over, do you think do you think me do you think me need to just uh just cut just cut terrible promos on each other and I'll bring my GoPro and we'll, and we'll just film it. Just like, just like. What if you want? I hope Botchamania gets it. That'd be great. We yeah, like front of Botchamania on YouTube. It's tremendous. I mean, I mean, you need to be talking about each other so bad, and you're like, hey, man, leave me alone. No more. Yeah, good stuff. Um, what, 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 fun, oh, how, how many? How many? One more things and final questions are we going to have for tonight? Just oh, I just got one more. My call finishes. Fifteen. Uh, no more things from Doctor John. I'm done. <laughs> Any more? Okay, okay, Malcolm. What is your first of your last hundred? Hey, hey, I got one more. I got one more. Oh, uh, here we go. Add, add, add there goes the neighborhood. 
<laughs> okay, go, go ahead. Yeah, well, you're driving the bus there, Chaz. Shut up. <laughs> Not in the back of the bus. Oh. Must have been old Rat Pack it's a short song bus. with Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., and uh, Frank Sinatra. That's pretty cool. Damn. Thank you. Somebody good. got the humor. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> When Jimmy Snuka got hit in the head by Piper with a coconut, and he's running and he's walking back to the, the door. Where did Snuka this come from, <laughs> Wasn't it Steve from Ed Blair and, yeah. Um, yeah. and okay. uh, Greg Gagne and Chief Jay Strong? No, I'm sorry, Tito Santana, rather, not Greg Gagne. B. Brian Blair, Tito Santana, and Chief Jay Strongbow. That were the three that helped look at that. Here for a while. Uh huh. What? That was interesting. Arriba. Yeah. The flying burrito, man. Hey, so I think Doctor John. I think I think Doctor John said he he had one. He had Doctor John said he had one more one more thing to plug. No, I have nothing okay, no. else to plug. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my I'm God. Hey, well, so uh, the show's going to yell at thank, me after thank the you guys. I do, so I'm done. All right. Yeah, after, All after, right. After, we're going to have to start having the after party after the show. Hey, John, I'm just messing with okay. you, buddy. Hey, hey. All right. Well, oh, thank you guys for calling. It's always a pleasure having you guys on. You guys are the best. And I'm on speakerphone with somebody. I'm hearing myself talk. Um. Check, check the archives of tonight's show on VOCNation.com. Look for WCB Retro and today's date. And uh, thank you to Sonny the California Girl so much for being on the show. Uh, great having her on. And uh, be good to yourselves and each other. And enjoy all the great programming on VOC Nation. Later, and with, with that, all you get for tonight is a woo since you're not listening to me. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, man.